Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 140. What would happen if everyone could see your wealth? By Jay Money of BudgetsAreSexy.com. Get ready to maximize your potential with Optimal Living Daily, the podcast that brings you the best in personal development and productivity every day of the week. Your optimal life awaits. Now here's your host, Justin Mollick. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Optimal Living Daily Podcast. I'm Justin Mollick, your host, personal reader, and friend, I'd like to think. Even if you never reached out to me, I'd like to think that we have a little relationship going on here. (laughs) Not in a creepy way, but, you know, I have no idea where I'm going with this. I'm having one of those loopy days again, like when I was sleep cycling a little while ago. But today is more about gratefulness, because someone in the family had their house burglarized. My stuff is there too, actually, and... Luckily, it didn't seem to last too long because an alarm went off and the police came pretty quickly to check it out. I don't think they were caught, but I'm glad no one was home, so there's no possibility of harm. And it doesn't seem like they got much, but still, it's a scary thing that we all have to deal with. And on the bright side, I guess there's no better time to become a minimalist, am I right? But anyway, it's a terrible thing, but also kind of a sigh of relief that everything's okay. So yeah, I'm in one of those strange moods and... No matter what kind of day you're having, I'd say think about one thing you're grateful for today and it could change your entire outlook. So that's that. I've talked a lot already for this intro, so I'll save myself promotion stuff for the end. So with that, let's start optimizing your life. What would happen if everyone could see your wealth? By Jay Money of BudgetsAreSexy.com A genius by the name of Carl Richards recently posed this question in a New York Times piece and I can't stop thinking about it. Quote, What would happen, I asked, if we had to walk around with our true wealth flashing as a number above our heads? It would be the end of consumerism, he replied. Why would you need to buy something to represent wealth if everyone knew exactly what you were worth already? Unquote. Imagine that, if your net worth number showed above your head when you walked around town, or in business meetings, or at Starbucks, or while hanging out with friends. I'm not sure I'd agree that it would ruin consumerism and people would stop buying expensive stuff. There's something to be said about some luxury and quality. It's not always to just show things off. But I do know it would affect your habits for sure. And I'd posit mostly for the good too. Who wants the world knowing you suck with money? I also love that he specifically mentions wealth and not income. Because as we all know, those can be completely different things. How many of us know people making $100,000 plus per year with nothing to show for it? Or the opposite, people making 20 to 30K with hundreds of thousands banked away. There's not as many in that latter group, unfortunately, but you get the point. It's not how much you make, it's how much you save. 
And I'll tell you this much too, people sure would talk about money more if it were floating all over our heads. Whether you had a lot or little, or worse, negatives, people would be asking for advice and generally helping each other out. At least that's what I like to believe. It would also affect things like crime, less mugging of poor people, but more of the rich, more segregation maybe, poor versus rich, the job interview process, would it help or hurt if you had tons of wealth, maybe better to have less since it shows you need that job, and of course your upbringing, you'd know right away what your parents are worth, and plus you grew up with these numbers bobbing on our heads your entire life. The world would be completely different, no doubt about it. You could even make the argument that it would be worse than it is now too. If we're competitive by nature, wouldn't everyone be trying to up their numbers to beat out everyone around us, and in which case we're constantly chasing money but for the wrong reasons? Life would be different until one day when someone would inevitably invent a way for the numbers to be turned off. They'd make billions of dollars and claim the number one money man slash woman title in the entire world, and of course would leave their own lights on to prove it. If only we could see what would happen in reality. That's sort of what Carl prompts us to do at the end of the article. Quote, Maybe this idea is too radical, but for the next week, I'd love for you to test this theory. Try living as if everything you did financially was public information. How does it affect your decisions? Do you find yourself still doing things that just look good, or are you doing things that actually are good for you? Do you find it easier to be your authentic self? Unquote. I'm going to take on this challenge myself over the weekend. I hope many of you do the same. I don't plan on hitting up any stores over the next few days, but we will be attending a wedding tomorrow, which will make for some great pretend scanning of people's heads to see what their numbers would show. And then tonight while trick-or-treating too. I guarantee a handful of kids would have higher net worths than their parents if we could see. There are a ton of Joneses out there right in our own backyards, or as I like to call them, the bookie boos. Because, you know, the real Joneses always get a bad rap. Or maybe we should say the bookie boos because it's Halloween, you get it? In fact, perhaps I'll take this one step farther and actually dress up as a guy with flashing wealth over his head. That way I could continue passing on the good word when everyone and their mom, quite literally, asked me what the hell I am for Halloween. And you know they would. Trick or sneak. Here's a financial lesson. Anyways, good stuff to ponder over the weekend and really for the rest of our lives. We may never get to see any real numbers flashing in our lifetime, but it's always smart to be aware of your own wealth and even more so that your actions are aligned according to your priorities. If we don't hold ourselves accountable, who will? You just listened to the post titled, What Would Happen If Everyone Could See Your Wealth? by Money of BudgetsAreSexy.com. I thought that was a cool thought exercise, and funny that he brings up robbery since I was just talking about that at the top of the show. It was a total coincidence. And I didn't mention how you can support the show yet, so if you'd like to, I'd be very, very grateful. And the easiest thing you can do is head on over to my site, oldpodcast.com, and join the weekly newsletter. It's totally free. You'll get some fun financial spreadsheets you can use, one of which includes a video tutorial, and you'll be entered to win a book every single month on the first of the month, which is in just two days. So if you want to be in the drawing on Sunday, you have to join before then, so today or tomorrow, and you'll be in the drawing. So again, you can get all that by being on my mailing list over at oldpodcast.com. And that's 140 episodes. Can't believe I'm almost 100 episodes past the big episode number 50, where I actually read my own material. If you're interested in that, definitely check it out. It's episode 50. It was a special one for me. And I think that does it. Today was sort of Financial Friday, and tomorrow we'll be hearing from a minimalist that we haven't heard from in a while. So stay tuned for that where your optimal life awaits. 
Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily Podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance. Justin handpicks the best posts he can find from blogs and authors like Ramit Sethi, Mr. Money Mustache, and more, and I read them to you five days a week. So if you enjoy this podcast, come on over and subscribe to Optimal Finance Daily too. And together, we'll optimize your financial life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.